Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we discuss Nimona, Monstrous, and we get into the process of choosing what we're putting into the library and how we go about it. So our homework for this week was to read Nimona and Monstrous. I guess Nimona for me, because I'd never read it. Yeah, and, and I'd read that, like, when it first came out in graphic novel form. So last year, year before. And it won at Eisner out, this year. Did Nimona come out um, individually, like in issues? It was a webcomic. Noelle oh. Stevenson, it was her webcomic. And you can kind of see that when you look yeah. at the the way the it's layout, done the chapters and yeah. how her art evolves over time yeah yeah that makes sense okay so 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 right off the bat uh, damn these two books are really good They're right really and in different really ways good. yeah and and the reason why we read them is because when we were talking last week you said these were there was buzz around these two books yes and so other than thinking that they're fantastic, and, and we'll go into more detail how, I guess the this is the first time that I felt I was looking for something to put in the library because we were <laughs> because we were doing it for the podcast because uh, usually that kind of stuff comes up uh, very organically, right? I'm watching something and the thought of an entry for the library just hits me, right? And we didn't start. We didn't want to read these two because of because of their potential for that. It was more because they were they're they're great books, and let's talk about them. And I kind of, I feel like I fell into a trap. You <laughs> fell into a trap. I trapped you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I trapped you into reading good books. Yes, yes. So, did you find anything, or did you? Did you – how do you want to do this? Do you want to kind of go over them real quick and then – See, I, I feel like I trapped you with Nimona um, mm-hmm. because I'd read it before and I knew there was content in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Monstrous, I was going into it blind as well. It was just what everyone at San Diego was talking about. Yeah. Um, and I had the uh, the signing in the Q&A session with the um, – Marjorie the, Liu. The writer, Marjorie Liu, and the artist, Sana Takeda, yeah. um, at my local comic shop. So I was looking for things to um, to kind of... Well, when I went there, I was looking for things to talk about in, in the Q&A. It was a packed house. So once again, I didn't get to ask anything. <laughs> but And I was this tiny little person in the back. Um, but yeah, how do taller. I want to... I know. I should just work on growing. Yeah. Well, if I had Nimona's shape-shifting powers, maybe I could do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Which one do we want to talk about first? Let's just, just go right. Um, let's let's use that Nimona shape-shifting comment to start with Nimona. <laughs> okay. Cool. So what did you think of Nimona? So I, I, I just loved it, right? There's something about Joelle Stevenson's art style and her sense of humor that's just fantastic. And I don't know, I've only read um, Lumberjanes and, and right. this, but I love the way that she draws characters. They 
they're obviously car- like cartoon characters, right? Right. But they're, they, they also feel very real. Well, and part of that is when you have simple simplified characters and they're cartoony and very simple shapes, it's really easy to relate to more yeah. so. And I think Scott McCloud's written about that in some of his books about how um, you can put you can put more of your own imagination into it. But even so, then, it's not she's not she's not tall and skinny and blonde right. and you know no. she's. She's like a normal looking, but also very unique. Like just by looking at her, you can tell kind of what her attitude is. You mm-hmm. know, she's not a generic character, but she feels also very real. Yes. Well, and that's the same kind of artwork, I think, that happens with Lumberjanes, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Just like very real characters. And I think Noel um, tries to do that in all of her work and be is very... I don't know. Well, with Nimona, it's a little different. A lot of the other characters are very tall and skinny, but she makes Nimona different. Um, And I don't know if there's anything in her thought process for that, but as far as I know with the artwork she's done, she wants to have different... She's very conscious about different body types and different hairstyles and different, like, gender presentation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because that's what's on her mind. Yeah. So, so that aspect of it, just fantastic. The story was so much fun. Um, so many good jokes and one-liners in there. <laughs> it's it's very funny. Um, the the character, you know, Ballister, mm-hmm. he's such a great... He's such a know. great anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a big know. thing right now, the anti-hero. <clears throat> it is. It is a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Noel was like on to something a little while like before this big wave of um <laughs> it's funny, the loot crate that's coming uh this month uh, is anti-hero and they're gonna have Deadpool stuff and Suicide Squad <laughs> stuff and I think Borderlands stuff and um yeah, I think it's just it's really cool to see yeah. Yeah. Uh, the anti-hero kind and, of and, and 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 you know like Ballister is in this situation where the good guys just aren't good. No. You know? So absolutely I, not. <laughs> so he is he is officially like stamped a a registered villain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But really in this world um that's that's not uh an easy thing to to define. Right. So, and so he's I, got a very moral he's got this moral code yeah. that he sticks to. And when yeah. I was looking through it um be- leading up to recording, um I was like he's it's kind of like he's going D&D kind of he's like lawful evil or like <laughs> yeah. Or like so he follows the rules but he's got this like evil twist. But even when you look at the bad, the good guys are kind of bad. Eh, it kind of blows the whole thing out of the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, D and I'm gonna bring that up later. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess I guess maybe Ballister and even Nimona to an extent. The this idea of kind of meeting expectations or having a role defined for you. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that a lot in the past. When someone is told you're the bad kid, you're yep. a horrible person, and then you kind of start internalizing that and trying to play 
or accepting that role. Maybe not right. so much trying to play it. You you live your life as you do, but you kind of believe that what you're doing means that, and and many times that's not true. And this is these are lots of good examples of that. Well, and it's interesting with Nimona being a chaotic teenager who does whatever the heck she wants. Um, she kind of pushes Ballister in a more into more responsibility and kind of has him erring on the side of caution and like, no, we don't kill people. That's not what we do. Yeah, it's um, like, Ballister, you have a great plan, but let me tell you how I would do it. Right. And then it has a lot more death, <laughs> destruction, explosion, murder. And it's like, no, 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 that's not, I may be a villain, but that's not how I do things. Let's turn right. it down. Because he kind of got forced into being a villain. Uh, yeah, completely. Yeah, like, yeah. like, but yeah. The choice but was made for him. The choice was made for him, but he could have just decided to go live off on his own and not have any evil plans and just be a villain. Man's got to eat. Name, but the gotta, man's got to eat, I guess. Yeah. So he's got to rob some banks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's a good, good story. Um, with a lot of links to past trauma, he loses his arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, loses his arm to an accident, which really wasn't an accident. Going full yeah. spoilers. Um, yeah, but none of that to me really jumped out. He didn't seem to be like there was no. Um, I don't think he was suffering any symptoms, you know. No, um, no, related it, to that, he was he was rightfully pissed for you know. No, no PTSD symptoms, yeah, but he did yeah. have a traumatic experience that did influence his life. Yeah, yeah, um, and his relationships with others because it was his best friend slash boyfriend that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah screwed everything up for him. Yeah, um, and dealing with the unresolved issues from that and never getting any closure yeah. or or any any signs <laughs> golden of loin is his golden name, right? loin. Yes. Ambrosius <laughs> yeah. golden Ambrosius loin. Golden loin. <laughs> yeah. I mean I felt bad for him too. Uh he was like a choice was also made for him. Right. That if right. you kind of if you want to be the hero, you have to do a really bad thing. Um Right. So, so in this one, the system is kind of like like the government and the system and, and bureaucracy is the real villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. The mm-hmm. or uh, the institution, which is what it yes. was called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, overall, it was just a lot of fun. Like I would I would definitely recommend this book to people. Mm-hmm. It is just like as a fun read. It is really, really good. Mm-hmm. There was there was one page. There was one of those moments that really jumped out at me. And that mm-hmm. was on page. I, I took a I'm going to laugh if it's the same page that <gasps> I want to oh, bring up. So we'll um, see. We'll see. Oh, if it's is... not, then we have two moments. We do, yeah. But if it is, it's like I kind of hope it is. Because those are cool <laughs> moments when we're like, "What?" Okay, so mine is page two thirty-eight. Oh, that's no? not going to be mine. But maybe. Uh, but let okay. me see what's on two thirty-eight. All right, are you flipping through it? I am because I have a book. You look at things digitally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two thirty-eight. Two thirty-eight. You're there. Yes, I am there. All right. So specifically, it is the uh, the right hand, the second panel down on the right side. Yep. I, as soon as I looked at that, I knew that's the panel you're going to talk about. Yep. 
And uh, Nimona says, you know, you're not the first one who thought you could help me or fix me or save me. Mm-hmm. And oh, I know the populations you deal with. How many times have you heard that from a client? Where, where you're, you, you're just the, you could, you could you, actually be the, like, the 20th, 20th yeah. person that's come into their life and they... Asking them the same questions. Yes. Oh. And they're like, you think you, you're doing something new? I've tried this before. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, she follows up with that. She says, you know, you're, you're not the first one who thought you could care about me until you found out how bad it really was. And that's, that's her version of it, right? Or, or at least I, I read that and I see, I hear my, my clients who, who blame themselves for, for some reason why there's another person there and they're still in this stupid system and, and uh, you know, another person is here and they say that they care about me, but they, they disappear anyway and they, they're trying to rationalize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's the part that hit good. me. Yeah, the one that I thought was interesting um, that really jumped out at me, and it was the one that I, when I was flipping through the book, I had to find the page that it was on. Kind of relates to that, but it happens before. It's on page one twenty one, um, and she's yelling at Ballister. I don't need your help, okay? I never have needed anyone's help. (laughs) Um, Do you know how many people have said they wanted to help me? And she's like picking up a rock to like throw at him and drop on his head. Um, And this is in response to her wanting or to people wanting to do tests on her and... um, and use her as a weapon kind of thing. And um, she just picks up this rock and like drops it in front of her and then walks over and gives Ballister a hug. And it's this vulnerability that she shows um, and that she's building a relationship with him. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really cool. It's in the same line as what you were talking about because yeah, I know yeah. plenty of kids who like put up this front and they're really tough and like I don't need help you don't understand nobody can help me I'm just a bad kid um, and looking looking at these two pages now and talking about them mm-hmm. you know the awesome thing about comic books yes. and and stuff is that when she uh, on your page on 121 mm-hmm. and 122 she, uh, yeah she has um slightly shape-shifted so she's mm-hmm. now kind of hulking out yeah and she destroys the kitchen and picks up this huge boulder right yeah. and that's not her usual form this is this is visually obviously an angry nimona and mm. the one in, on on my page at the end um she's full blown monster at that point I mean, and there's more to it because she's split into two, right? Right. It is, it is actually her, um, like uncontrolled anger let loose, and mm-hmm. and that is that's the person that's speaking. It's not the other her. It's the the angry monster version, kind of no filter version of her. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, this book yeah. is so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, we actually. Uh, my wife and I gave it to our niece for her quinceanera 
um, as kind of a because she doesn't like reading very much mm-hmm. and so who our does thing, really right so our thing since uh we found out about that a few years ago was we give typically give her comics and graphic mm-hmm. novels um it's a gateway drug it's fantastic it is <laughs> and um in her thank you card she was like i can't wait to read it so we can talk about it um, <sighs> yeah <laughs> so it's gonna be so good yeah yeah oh, i love so this good. book yeah, no, it is, it is, it is really good. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, and uh, I think, I think that's good. That's good for Nimona. Um, mm-hmm. Who's gonna do this entry? I mean, do we? So I think, I think, obviously, we've, we've, we want to do an entry. I think there's an definitely this an one definitely needs an yeah. entry. I mean, I can do it because I, I just read it, the whole thing. It's kind of fresh in my mind. Right. So I think it would be better for you to do it because. Yeah. There are so many good things, and I, I bet there's so many things that, like, I'm not even remembering right now. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, really, other than those two, I don't know, and kind of the baluster stuff that we discussed, there's a lot more. But, again, I mean, I think I think that the way we're doing it, it's like it, you, you can't force it, right? I mean, these are experiences, ironically, right? Those are – we mm. both brought up experiences that are relatable for us but we believe would be relatable to other people because we've seen those scenes act at, acted out. Right. And we're thinking about kids and teenagers as Nimona, but really you and I are Ballister, right? In, right. In these situations. And, and we're relating to that. So. Well, but the interesting thing is, like, I don't, you can't force it or anything, but the fact that it's such a good book in and well, of regardless. itself. <laughs> Anyone should yeah. read it, regardless yeah. of whether they're going to relate to Nimona or Ballister <laughs> or Golden Loin. But that's, um, not what, that's not what the show's about. <laughs> it's not about just awesome stuff. <laughs> no, I know. But it's awesome. This is awesome stuff that even if you're not trying to force it, it will yeah. give, I, I think it will give a lasting impression on whoever reads it. Um, I mean, my client what... had this sitting on his dresser the other day. Whoa. And I was like, have you read it? And he was like, you know, you know this book? And I was like, yes, I've read it. <laughs> I read it a long time ago. Is it, What do you think of it? And he said it was really cool. Um, and I mentioned that I've met Noel, and he was like, really? Um, <laughs> so that was kind of cool. So, so um, you're giving me an idea here. Mm-hmm. Um, so... How would you – so we're moving into recommended reading list territory, right? Right. Kind of. This is something separate. Um, mm-hmm. how, how, how would you do that, for example? Like ideally, how would you – because what I'm thinking is you tell enough um, adults about, you know, Nimona and you should check it out and buy it for your kid because it's a mm-hmm. good book – then you end up with a situation where you have a client that has read it and they're better for it. Right. But I hope that didn't sound like I was trying, I'm trying to impose stuff because <laughs> right. Like, I, like one of the issues I've always had with, um, with, with, with this type of thing that we're doing is the idea of, you know, bringing somebody in who doesn't care about comic books and shoving a, a comic book in their face. I would never, I would never do that. Right. But, but I like the idea of a recommended reading list or, or just or just I mean just like suggestions you know like hey this just came out check right. this out um hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good idea with the preface that, you know, if someone doesn't like it, doesn't like that medium or that genre or whatever, they're not going to buy into it. Um I've had um I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast that I have coworkers who come to me and ask me um, what they should be having their kids read. Um, and like they'll do a thing where they read the book and then have the kid read the book and then they come together and talk about it. Um, because most of the stuff that I suggest they haven't even read before. A lot of people in my office right now are very geeky and try to get on the kids level and like work with their clients on what they enjoy. Yeah. Um, which is awesome because that's what we're all about. Um, but there's been cases where it really worked. And in some cases the kid didn't want to read it and you just have to accept that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but and on it, the, and on yeah. the, on the logistics side, I'm, I'm thinking more, um, I, you know, it, it's simple, right? Something just like just tweet it out or 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 post it on Facebook and 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 recommend it, right? And and um, kind of as as geek therapy, like how could we do that? Do we send that out to our mailing list? Is that or do we just put it out on social media? I don't know. I'm 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 mostly thinking out loud here. We can do you have any ideas? I, I think we could tweet it out or and yeah. then collect what we've tweeted into the mailing list. Um, yeah. Just like, hey, this is what we've been paying attention to this month, or this is what we've heard about yeah. this month. Yeah. Um, That's work. We can do this. <laughs> well, and it's not that much work because if we tweet it, then we have the tweets and just can be like, boom, 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 boom. Here's the list. You know, I, um, it's funny because whenever I think about it, I, uh, it's not that hard. And then, but the truth is, I mean, it's, there are some people who's little things that you have to do, but it's all a full time job, yeah. right? Like a social media person is a full time job, um, and I'm I'm. We need I'm, an intern. Shh, don't listen. tell anybody. I'm already a marriage and family therapy intern. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> we need a different I, kind of intern. I know, I know, but uh, but there's like we have we have avenues. Um, well, and and I guess, I guess I'll put this out to you, um, directly, like explicitly. That if there is ever something that you feel really strongly about, we do have all of these different methods of of, of spreading the word. So if you, yeah, because I've I felt like that sometimes. Where I'm like, I think I think people should watch this, or I think people should read this. I think this really matters, and it mm-hmm. goes beyond a reference material as as the as the library. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, and I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll revisit. And this I'm and I'm since. Since San Diego, I think every time I go to San Diego Comic Con, I get this like resurgence of like energy and passion for mm-hmm. <laughs> all things geeky. Um, and I think since then, I've been trying to be more active on Twitter and interacting with people more. I've ha- I've gotten a bunch of new followers since I decided to to uh, tweet that quote from Gal Gadot. Uh, I got yep. her name right. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's it's been really fun. And I've, I've started following a few writers that I appreciate their work, um, cool. who I've mentioned a million times. Like, uh, And actually, I haven't given you access to um, any of the social media accounts, but we can we can do that, too. 
Ugh, he's gonna make me work. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying you can have them, and then if we can you both. Then it that actually yeah. splits the work for us. So yeah. Well, also like sometimes you just wanna you just wanna post something important, and and there's no reason. To and even, rather than than yeah. like me posting something and telling you to retweet it, we can just tweet it on mine and yours or whatever. Or the yeah, geek yeah, therapy, yeah. like as geek therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I mean. And I mean, I think there's there's ways to just make you. Um, like on Facebook, it's pretty easy, and I think I can make you a team member. It's that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're get we're yeah we're in Ooh. the weeds now. <laughs> we got we got this. We got yeah. this. Yeah. All right. So then, um, so for monstrous, you said something last week. Okay, you said <laughs> about some inner demons, say, and and did I? I didn't mention that those inner demons are actual demons. <laughs> no, no. But what you said was that it was. Better than Saga. Okay. That's what somebody said. That's okay. what somebody said, and I was saying that somebody said it. I didn't know anything yeah. about it. So but, it's, but, it's pretty good. It it's is pretty it is, good. It is that good. Like, I, think. I wouldn't say better, but it is say, on the level. Say, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, definitely. The artwork is just, it's like each panel is like a painting, and the story is just like it's dark like Nimona is has some some like serious tones to it but <laughs> but Nimona's serious tones and like but very light and fluffy with a lot of humor mm-hmm. monstrous is just it's dark <laughs> yeah i do i do like but it, but um, the light but the but the visuals on some of them are so bright and shiny and like oh it's just it's yeah just it is amazing it is a beautiful book, um, but the, the it does have that aspect of saga that it feels it's a completely foreign world mm-hmm. that's so fleshed out, and you know it, it, it's it's just a very fleshed out foreign world, and I love that. But also that they drop f bombs when necessary, oh, yeah. and I appreciate that. I always appreciate that because you're angry. That's appropriate, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. and just overall I thought it was it was fantastic, but as I was reading it, again, I'm not just doing reviews here, right? But as I was reading it, I I found myself trying to find something to put into the library. And to be honest, I I went to, maybe it's because I was enjoying it so much. There was a point where I I kind of just wanted to stay at the train station and keep reading. You should have stayed at the home. train station and keep reading and then, you yeah. know, and then come up like, with something later. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, I was just so into the oh, story. you were into it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was during issue six when, like, when um, uh, Micah and... Yeah, Micah. Micah and the demon are running through her memories. It was mm-hmm. just like, and you're trying to, like, unearth this mystery of... What's the name and all that kind of stuff? And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. What's gonna? What's happening? And then right? the fight is going on outside the casket, and you're like, ah, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to stop. <laughs> right. I don't want to. I don't want to walk. I don't want to get off the train. I just want to stay here and finish the book. It it's, was. It was that so good. good. It was that it's good. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the Q and A. Honestly, when I went, they didn't spoil anything for me. Um, I hadn't read the book. I read the like the first issue, I think, before the Q- no. Sorry, the Q&A was after the last uh, recording session we did, the last podcast, and I went right there. So I hadn't read the book. They didn't spoil anything, but it definitely 
I I just love everything Marjorie Liu had to say. Um, and Sana Takeda too, but she didn't talk as much. She had a translator there. Um, but I think in and of itself, like even if we don't find anything content-wise to put in in the library, which we we do, there's obviously stuff there. Um, but the representation in this book alone um, is so important. Uh, Marjorie Liu said, said, "The like, representation of cats." Oh my God, cats! <laughs> One of the things that um, Marjorie Liu said when she was um, developing the story when it was just like a little inkling uh, that she wanted to write a creator own story. She said she knew what she wanted. She wanted war. She wanted death and she wanted cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's got cats. It's got cats and the cats are awesome. Um, are. But like just the representation in general, she said, it, it, if you didn't notice, I don't know if you noticed, but there are no white people in the book. None. Uh, so, so by her name, Micah seems Japanese. Well, the, like the right, but but she wouldn't be Japanese in this world. No, there's because no there's no Japan. But there are yeah. no Caucasian people in the book. So, uh, so this is one of those things where it's like, and she designed it that way. So even like, and I was like, well, maybe that person. But if she said it that way, that means. I'm reading into it and putting some whiteness on somebody that isn't. Maybe, but but Micah looks Caucasian. She is Asian. <laughs> she she may be. I'm just right. saying that she doesn't. She could she could look more. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Asian, she could look more. I mean, she could look like many different Asian um, ethnicities. But she, they did have a good representation across. Of the different characters, of having different kinds of Asian people, um, and one of the things they also said that was important to them in creating the story was that every woman in the story. There's lots of women in the story. Um, I think they, it's better to say there's barely any men. Yeah, there's barely any men. There are a few. There's yeah. more cats than Very men. There, there. <laughs> yeah, there are more cats than men. Actually, um, I think it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right. about the same. But um, Professor Pam Pam Pom Pom Professor Tam 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 Tam. Oh, now I'm gonna look up. Oh I'm gonna yeah, look I gotta up. check. <laughs> I'm gonna look. But really, she said that every woman looks different. There are no two body types that are the same. Um, but again, I disagree because, uh, well, I mean, and this is probably pulling hairs, but um, Micah and her mother it are almost indistinguishable. Tam Tam. Tam but Micah and her mother are, are almost indistinguishable. Right. But that's in a family line. But I'm like talking. <laughs> okay. Okay. But still, like the representation thing was super important to her. Um, she this, went... is, this is strange to me because, uh, again, it reminds me of anime where the characters do not look Japanese. They look. But they're supposed to be. Right. But then uh, sometimes they, they they don't necessarily they're not supposed to be necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of a few examples, but but really what what I really thought about when looking at the at the characters was something like Final Fantasy, where mm-hmm. it's a fantasy world and you have elves and you have um, the little the little I the forget fox? what the class. Oh no um, no no! In yeah, the yeah, book, yeah, there's yeah. the little fox. 
Yeah, but there, there's the, the, a lot of those little kids. They have a similar, very cute look, but they're also like part animal. The and, whole like chibi. Yeah. Wood, yeah. Yeah, but like half, you know, half animal, and you know that looks like a lot of uh, like Final Fantasy games. And Final Fantasy mm-hmm. games don't take place in Japan, right? But they are Japanese, and they're just kind of like the Japanese version of um, fantasy of Lord of the Rings, right? Kind of right. that kind of world building. So, I mean, that is something that's very attractive to me. Like, I love the look of it. Mm-hmm. But I, not, I mean, now that you mention it, I didn't, I don't see, I didn't think of any races in particular. Right. Because there's nobody very dark-skinned and there's nobody with, like, very distinct features mm-hmm. other than unless they're part animal. I think Tuya is, looks fairly Tuya is fairly dark skin. True, 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 true. Tuya does look um, fairly dark skin. Her features are very European, yes. but her skin is 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 darker. You're right. So they tried to build the world so that it was separate than ours, with hints of what we have. It's very like steampunk, um, kind of book. Steampunk and. I don't want to put it in this anime manga category. Listen, um, this is a Final Fantasy world. This is Final Fantasy. Right. This could 14, be Final Fantasy 10, like 15 right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even even like the actual Final Fantasy 15 kind of looks like this. And there's yeah. magic and there's gods and there's all this kind of stuff. Um actually, but going back to the representation thing. Um we once had a conversation you and I and your wife Mm-hmm. About a so so I wanted to write a comic book. I did. I wrote I wrote like seven. I actually wrote seven seven different scripts. Right. I'm gonna make her this, listen to this episode. No no. Oh yeah yeah yeah. She goes into it. So um. But there was. I remember we had a conversation where I I didn't know what to make the character look like because I kind of wanted the character to be some somebody that could be relatable to so, anybody. Yeah, but then I ended up just thinking of like the most generic looking thing in the world. And mm-hmm. and maybe it was you, maybe it was maybe it was Nina that said kind of like you like you can't be a universally um relatable like physical figure. Like you have to choose a a thing, right? You can't just be like um I wanted it to be I wanted the character to be um Gender androgynous. I wanted it to right. be um, like uh, uh, ethnically. I remember ambiguous. this conversation <laughs> vaguely, but I think what she brought up was more the way you get around that is making characters as animals. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that part. <laughs> because but that's what Marjorie Lou did. <laughs> well, but you make characters as animals. That little fox, I can't tell whether it's a girl or a boy most of the time. Oh. It's a girl. They say yeah. she. She yeah. at least yeah. who whatever it is. Her voice in my head is very high pitched. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it's also because they're a child. So it's also because there are barely any women in the. I mean, barely then, any men. <laughs> in the yes. Book. Yes. Um, unless they're cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but anyway, but the but the comment you said that Marjorie Lou said again, we're going off of your memory of a thing that happened last week, <laughs> right? Oh, um, and but, my notes that I took. Just you saying, did take notes. I took notes. True, true. Uh, but the, the comment of like she she wanted to make like the the idea of 
purposely trying to have a particular type of representation and and I don't know, I guess I didn't see it and, and I'm looking at Micah now and I don't see it. And there wasn't a moment during you know during reading two hundred pages that I thought, oh wow, she's Asian. She's Asian. Mm-hmm. Um any type of Asian other than um her name, specifically her last name sounds um Made you think, oh, that's that's like a sounds like a Japanese last name. Well, but maybe I'm just name projecting. Is, her first, yeah, Micah, the way it's spelled. Because when I heard that, I was like, there. They when I heard about the book at Comic Con, and she said Micah, I was like, like a boy's name. But no, it's Micah, M A I K A, and so that's a very Japanese sounding name. Yeah, yeah. Again, you have to see it spelled. But I, her last name, I forgot. Half wolf. Um, that doesn't sound <laughs> Japanese. No, no, no. Then maybe. Then what word am I thinking? Maybe it was her mom that had a. Her mom's first name is Mariko. That's what I'm thinking. Not her last name, but the mom's exactly. name. Is it Muriko or Moriko? Moriko. There's yeah, a M O yeah. Moriko. M O. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh, Moriko, Micah. Okay, that sounds like. Yeah, Japanese, but not again, not the look. Anyway, yeah. inter- I may just be, maybe somebody else will see it completely. Yeah, different. I'm not even. This isn't even like a complaint. I just find this fascinating. Right. I love right. this book, and I think oh, I'm debating now because uh, I thought it was just a graphic novel or it was a limited series. No, now it's an ongoing series, and they explained everyone. Everyone was so. Um, they were like, when do we get another, when do we get another issue? Because apparently this has been out a while, like the individual issues have been out a while and now it's a, a collected graphic novel. Just came out in July, <clears throat> yeah. Right. Um, but apparently the way Image does things, because um, this is put out by Image Comics, they force their creators to do a run of like six issue arcs and then, and then take a break. Yeah. And then come back. So they'll be coming back with issue seven in the fall. Gotcha. So that is when you need to subscribe. And I will wait for the trade paperback. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm going to subscribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was that good. It's, I don't subscribe to many um, books. Although, honestly... It's the only ones I, I subscribe to now are Walking Dead, um, Invincible, mm-hmm. and actually, and, and Saga. All three of them are image books. Invincible is an image book, too. Hmm. It is. Wow. Yep. yep. Uh, it's actually my favorite superhero comic. I thought that was irredeemable. No. No. no, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, so do you think there's stuff here to make an entry for for Monstrous? Um, do you think that there's stuff in Monstrous to enough to make an entry? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I then think it's yours. so. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sh- the, Micah's story is all about the traumatic experiences she's been through and trying to remember what happened to her when she was young and fighting this God demon, whatever it is that's kind of sucked into her body. And she's like 
trying to fight it internally and externally. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she was in a war. Her mm-hmm. arm got blown off. <laughs> yeah. Um, she the memory the stuff lo- is the loss the of memory her mom. Stuff. The, so the memory oh. stuff is so cool because that's dealing with um, watching as like a third person going mm-hmm. through her memories. But also, uh, comp- uh, you know, she doesn't remember the worst part of the event. You know, she she there there's things that she just completely forgot. I mean, we're we're assuming she forgot it. We don't know if right. there was more involved. It appears that she did kind of block it out, but it may be that somebody blocked her memories. Right. We don't know. But regardless, it's a an extremely traumatic event where she doesn't remember the worst part of it and that that happens. Mm-hmm. And um, but she still has access to the memory, right? So she does that, you know, third person thing with the other person, and together and they're watching walking the experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was I did. I did take some snapshots of that. Yeah. Of course you did. Yep. Of course you did. <laughs> and um, th- that's what jumped out at me. But I think, kind of, you know, when you've talked about like binge watching a series and then just not getting around to to making the entry because it was so. You were just into it. Yeah. I think that's kind of what happened to me with Monstrous. Oh, yeah. It's one of those, like, there's so many things in Saga that could be an entry, but I don't want to go way back to the beginning and put everything in. And that's one of those series that I've just, like, I get sucked in. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of issues now. Is it at 40 yet? It's kind of, I think. They've got, what, seven trade paperbacks so that'd be 42 yeah yeah and that's not counting individual issues yeah yeah that something is going on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah all right so then so then you'll do you'll do a monstrous i'll do monstrous i'll do a nimona and um before before have you watched anything else or thought of anything else for an entry this week uh this week has been a lot about studying Um, and reading these books for this week um, I did do some entries this week on some Miss Marvel um, which is always good I don't know what it is with the teenage characters they're just so ripe for for material for relatability as well I think everyone kind of because Mike is a teenager. Namona is a teenager. Miss Marvel yeah. that I read this last week or the week before was she's a teenager. And I think it's just because they're everyone's been a teenager. That is- they have. They have actually. <laughs> and if they're they- an adult, they have been a teenager. And if they're a teenager, they've been a teenager. And it, that is and also true. If you're a preteen, you're about to be a teenager. So and you've seen teenagers. And you've seen teenagers. Um, Probably and, on TV. Yeah. Maybe around you. <laughs> but it's just it's relatable and and fun and emotions kind of run high and yeah. So I like those. I like those stories. <laughs> why do why do I read YA novels and and comics? Because I love working with teenagers and because I love the experiences <laughs> that they go through. And I'm so glad I'm not a teenager anymore. 
Well, I mean, the the Nimona comment I made earlier about how, although we're, you and I are obviously Ballister, mm-hmm. we're thinking of it in terms of kids that we know, right? Being Nimona, mm-hmm. and and I I think that's how I I look at it mostly. I I'm always trying to think of how other people can relate to it, but the reason why I mentioned um, Invincible is my is my favorite comic is because I see myself in the main character mm-hmm. and I think about well if I were in that situation Mark usually does what I think I would do <laughs> you know I mean there are lots of things where I'm like I wouldn't do what Superman just did you know or I wouldn't right. do what what Captain America just did but but this guy like almost every single time his his mistakes and his his triumphs I'm like yeah, that's that's how that's how I would have thought about it. <laughs> so so you know there is a relatable experience that we have, but I I think I'm with you. Most of the time, I'm looking at what other people might relate to. Well, and even then, like so, the relatable experiences usually make it a more impactful comic or or TV show or movie um, because you can see yourself as that person or someone in the story. Um, but even then, if it's something you don't necessarily relate to but you like, like Captain America is my favorite superhero, and I'm very much not a soldier, and I'm very much not a man from the 1940s. <laughs> um, but um, I can look at things, and even if a story is something where, like, some of the most more recent um, storylines with with Captain America um, where I disagree with what's going on or what he does, I can look at that and why do I disagree with it? Why would I not do what he does? Um, Why does it create this reaction in me that I don't like it? Um, And I have a little more insight than your, your average like kid or teenager, but some kids can really pull into that. And if not, you can pull that from that. Like I've taken kids to see movies um, that I've worked with. Like uh, I always go back to the client that I um, took to go see uh, Thor Underworld. And he commented about the relationship between him and his brother because of the relationship between um, Thor and Loki. But I also took him to see Winter Soldier. Um, And the conversation on the way back was him discussing things in the movie he didn't like that Captain America did or that that the Winter Soldier did or whatever. Um, And like, well, what about that don't you like? What What is causing you to be so upset about this one thing that this person did in the movie? Um, And that pulls out a lot of insight, too. And, but in that case, it's a it's a kid watching a big summer blockbuster, right? And but he also will do that yeah. in books. But but I'm saying, but when you're you're talking about Captain America being an important char- character for you or, or your favorite character, mm-hmm. kind of everything he does then at that point is of interest to you, right? right? So p- most people who who watched who watch the Marvel movies don't read the comic books that is and true. don't read. You know, the the great thing about Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Captain America is that there are so many years 
Spider-Man. You、mm-hmm. know, they've had every single situation you can imagine. <laughs> well, right, almost <laughs> everything, everything. No, there's, there's like no, there's like. I'm sure. I mean, Marvel、happened. had the Marvel zombies thing, so you've had Captain America eating somebody else. Like, yeah, I guess you're See? right. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I trust me. Yeah, plus with so many different versions,、um, simultaneously, right? Different cartoon series, different books, different games. So there, there's a lot to to choose from. So if somebody does have a favorite character, that's a huge opportunity、mm-hmm. to be like, well, what would What would Batman do? What would Captain America do? Or kind of just putting yourself in that spot and being able to have that deep discussion because you think you know how that character thinks,、mm-hmm. and you can have that conversation kind of from the third person, and then you can, you know, we can then like bring a client back into it. Well, like, well, if they would do it, why do you think they would do it, and why did you do this? <laughs>、mm-hmm. You know, and and yeah, there's there's tons of opportunities for for conversation. But I, again, it, it's it's different. It, I think it's maybe maybe after so many, we're we're older, you know. Like we we've, we've had these characters in our lives for long enough that we we know them pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. I Captain America is my favorite, and I didn't know much about him until the first movie came out. Really? Yep. Really. I was not a comics person for like I read comics and I enjoyed、yeah. them, but I didn't get into them until I met my wife. <laughs> you, like, have you gone back and read、um, a lot of Captain America? I have not read very much Captain America. I've read a lot of Marvel stuff that he is in,、um, but not Captain America specific books. I've read Civil War,、um, obviously, to prepare for the. The Captain America versus Iron Man book that we contributed to.、Um, Plug. Exactly.、Um, Now at Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> Now at Barnes and Noble and on Amazon.、Um, but as far as like as comics, I haven't read any Captain America stuff. Like one shot, like free comic book day stuff. I've read that.、Um, And I I know his general story,、um, but mostly it's been reading stuff that he comes into because it's a team book or.、Um, well, he's everywhere. Yeah,、right? in the exactly,、universe. exactly.、Um, he's very nosy. <laughs> yes, he is.、Um, he was like the. I think the, the first the Captain America、cop. story I read, I read Marvel Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and、okay. he was in it, so that's why.、Right, so a lot、comment. of what I said before just doesn't apply with you.、Uh, it does. It doesn't. But、yeah. but it does. I mean, I I feel、to、like be, even before be, that, I knew who he was, and I had an idea, and that he represented like patriotism and and hope and justice and like all these things that. That you would expect necessarily a soldier to to kind of represent,、um, and I don't know. Th- there are so many like a lot of my experience with superheroes and stuff was from movies,、um, and then I started reading comics and really getting into it.、Um, well, Captain America did come out a long time ago. Yes, the first movie. So you know, there's still Not- that. I was still an adult. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, but like, but if you're if you're talking about a character 
meaning something to you for seven years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. That is a long time. Oh, don't make me think of how old I am. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's seven years. I'm not sure. I. Uh, it's probably this, older than that. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was the third movie that just came out. The third of, of yeah. just of his. Uh, Captain America. Yeah. yeah. And he was in the other two. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like for a teenager, if you're seeing a 15 year old, that's half his life. Right. Right. So. And the kids that I work with about that age and all these yeah. Marvel movies, they've grown up with these blockbusters and things. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're old. Shut up. <laughs> yep. All right, so that that was good. Um, mm-hmm. Is there? Oh, oh, there was. I just I just want to mention it before I forget. Uh, one one thing that I do want to make an entry for. It was just this quick moment in um, the Netflix series Stranger Things. Oh, I've heard so many good things about it, and I haven't started watching it yet. So you tell me if you want to start watching it after this. I'm probably going to want to. <laughs> this isn't this isn't See, these are these moments where to me they are very meaningful. Mhm. I I don't expect most people to really care <laughs> or even remember them, but this moment really really stood out to me. Um so when the when the show starts, uh the first thing that you see is that they're playing uh D&D. These these kids are playing D&D. That's um, awesome. Later on in the episode, the the friends decide to they make a decision based on an action that their friend took in the D&D game the night before. <laughs> so they're talking to each other and they're like, "Man, do you remember he had a choice and he cho- and he he chose to take a risk and he did that for us." So I think we should do this for him. I was like, oh, wow. yeah. I need to stop for a moment and write this down. <laughs> because, oh, it was, you know, it was so, oh, yeah. So Right definitely, in the feels. <laughs> yeah. So definitely watch um, Stranger Things. I, th- I, think, I think you'll like it. I think I'll I, like it, too. Yeah. I've only watched the first two episodes, and it, it's good. But uh, that, that, again, that moment hit me. And other than that, um, I keep I, I I'm rewatching Kimmy Schmidt, and I'm doing entries on that because honestly, it is it is really good. We just watched the uh, the medication, the discipline, the discipline ep- <laughs> episode. Oh, oh my so gosh! Good. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I know, and and I mean, how many shows are you know a comedy show, but then they they deal with things like. Again, discipline is you know ADHD medication metaphor, mm-hmm. and or or other types of behavior. Or the fact right? that she was locked in a bunker for half her life. Well, well, yeah, yeah, and then um, and the fact that she she has triggers, mm-hmm. and it's funny when she when she's triggered in the show. But they like I I love the second season because they're finally really addressing that. She starts yeah. going to see a therapist. Yeah. And she has breakthroughs, and but it's still funny. So it's oh, it's yeah, and it makes it's a lot it so easier to, easy to it. swallow. Yep. It's it's like taking a pill yeah. with like sh- sugar. <laughs> yep. I don't know the the sugar. I don't know. I messed up that Mary Poppins metaphor, but the spoonful of sugar makes mm-hmm. the medicine yeah. go down. Yes. <laughs> you, you got your Mary Poppins reference, correct? Love Mary All right. Poppins. 
Yeah. So so that was good. Again, I I now I'm I'm gonna be a little more uh, hesitant about just picking something to read because <laughs> you know, and then trying to look for it because I it was I I I'd stop for a second and be like, huh. Is this is this a thing? <laughs> but you didn't. But you did. And I was I was getting into the mode where I was doing that with everything I was reading, and I had to stop. And so yeah. now, yeah. I just read stuff and have my little sticky notes, and it yeah. it helps. Um, yeah. And and also, yeah. um, you know, there are sometimes when you read something, and then, I mean, it depends what frame of mind you're in. It also depends on the experiences you've had. You can rewatch a movie you saw ten years ago, and now it means something completely different. Yeah, and and that is exactly why the library is open, or mm-hmm. will be open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so that something like this, where let's say I do, I'll, I'll do the um, the Nimona entry, and then you reread it, or somebody reads it for the first time, and they get something completely different out of it. They can add that to it because or I, I, I use it with another client. And they mm-hmm. bring up something that really impacted them. Yeah, and I ask them see. if it's cool to yeah. put in there, and they say yeah. sure. Yeah, you don't honestly. You don't have to ask. You can just put it in there. You're not attributing to them or anything. <laughs> I'm reading my law and ethics book. <laughs> oh, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm now terrified. Everyone is going to sue me any Listen. minute. No identifying information. In terms of the library, just don't use identifying information and you're good. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I know. Once I take my test, I'll be fine. I'll forget all of it and it'll be good (laughs) and I'll be a horrible therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. So uh, good meeting. Very good meeting. So we'll we'll have a few. um, I'll add this all to Trello and then uh, we'll see. We'll see what we get done by next week. Yeah, actually, I've got some stuff I still haven't done, but I did other things, so it's kind of balancing out. I have to write for the thing that we're not supposed to talk about yet, right? And so do I. Yeah. Ugh, so do I. I. Do that. Yeah, I may. Which means I have to switch gears on my reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if we don't, um, if we don't do a lot of uh, reading, maybe maybe we can either talk about that next week. If we have, if we're allowed to talk about that by then, <laughs> right? And um, actually, the deadline will have passed by then, so I'll know if I'm if, if I should talk about it or not. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I have anything to talk, that's about. only the first draft deadline, and yeah. I got permission to bump mine till after my test. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're so great. I'm and so then... amazing, and not you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're amazing if, uh... in different ways. Thanks, Lara. <laughs> and then uh, if we if we don't get uh, if we can't do that, maybe we can do some games talk. We haven't. Really yeah, we haven't done games some yet. games talk, and we've been playing yeah. a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff to to talk about there, just because we really we we haven't talked about games yet on the show. Um, and we need to do that. I do have. You saw that list of of entries. I half of them are for video games, right? That I've played that I've always wanted to to put in there, but I I never have. I actually finished a game this week. Which which game? Oh, uh, Syndicate? Syndicate, yeah. Awesome. I actually finished it. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap, yeah. the, let's wrap, We're up, done. Let's wrap this meeting up. We're done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>